Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. All right. It is just after 5, and we got plenty to get through in this 5 o'clock hour here on the Lori and Julia show. So, uh... Let's uh, get this thing started. How about it? Let's get it started. So, okay, um, we'll be making our way down to the Cat Video Festival. We are last on stage tonight, Julia. Yes, we are. We usually kick things off. No, but, we're usually. No, Jason always kicks things off because yeah. he's got to get up so early. Well, they're just doing it in the order of the show. So yeah. it's Jason, then um, Rocco and Donna, mm-hmm. and Steve, and then Colleen and Not, no, Steve. Bradley. Steve isn't here. It's Rocco and Donna, and that's why Rocco wore shorts and a, and a lobster shirt. Clomp, clomp. Just to try <laughs> and love it. make up for the absence of Steve. And uh, yeah, then Holly and Bradley, yes. and then me and you. Mm-hmm. Ta-da! Here's the light show. I can't wait the to laser see show. what the laser show is. I don't think I've seen one outside. Have uh, you? I don't. Should be interesting. Yeah. I know why they're doing it because it's the pets. But yeah, uh, Katie K and I mentioned that the other day. She said, I'm glad they're doing that as opposed to like fireworks because of just the noise for dogs and all that it's stuff. Hell. So. It it really it really is. <laughs> you know, my mom with her two oh. dogs, and you know, she's just like, oh, the the fireworks is just the worst thing. And yeah. I don't know how cats feel about fireworks. Yeah, mine's not too fond of fireworks. Uh, July Fourth was not a great night. Yeah, well, right. So you have cat, Josh? Yes. What's yeah. your cat's name? Tug. 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 That is Sutton's. Possible boyfriend in Edge of Summer, the book that we just read today for the Low J Book Club. Uh-huh. That's a guy's nickname, and his it's a cute not name. a spoiler, but he's a baseball player, and he got it when he was like in junior high because he was always tugging would tug on, on his hat. hat. Okay, before That's he, was, I think he was a pitcher. Sure. It was a tick, a, like a, a baseball yeah. tick. Right, tug. Huh? Yeah. That's cute. Okay, so um, That's cute. Oh, okay, oh. so. Uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is just unbelievably good right now. Just, it's unbelievably good because it is so much, there is so much drama within the drama that it's almost like your head feels like it's spinning, Mm -hmm. the show. But I know you didn't see the show last night. But I saw. You saw the clubhouse. Andy Cohen had Lisa Rinna and Marin Morris. Mm -hmm. And it was taped last week. That's right. That's why Marin Morris wasn't sporting the bangs trauma. Right. 
I thought it was a fresh show last night, but then when I realized I saw Lisa, Lisa Rinna in, in that, that outfit, outfit last Thursday, last week going into tape. So Marin Morris has cut her bangs since this episode. Okay, because okay. I kept looking for the bangs. I'm yeah. like, what's wrong? She's oh no, her hair is gorgeous. I don't. I'm, the bang trauma. I was so happy that I didn't have to see her in those bangs because she is so She's gorgeous. gorgeous. She's gorgeous. It's just you know we've She's all a- had a bad. You know, done something that somebody talks you into yes. that they think is going to look cute. Yes. I have my skunk hair. Yes, I Marin has her bangs. Yep, we all have her it. curtain bangs. That's what they call these bangs. Why? Because you can. Um, because they're they're low bangs. Sure, they're the kind of bang that really basically doesn't ever look good on anybody except a damn bang. supermodel. Yeah, but I mean a yeah. bang that hangs like over your eyebrow. Who cares? No, that's a curtain bang. You can't see, but it's very sexy and it looks good if you're laying down and looking up. Apparently, (laughs) apparently. Anyway, so Lisa Rinna and and Maren Morris were in the clubhouse, and Andy and Lisa Rinna did not have a good episode last night. And I'll just say this: um, even though it was taped last week, and Lisa just watched it, you know, maybe I don't know how. I think the housewives. I don't. I don't think they see the show. The edited thing until the night it airs. I think you're right. But on last night's episode, one of the things that's been an ongoing uh, thing is that, you know, um, in last season, um, Lisa Renna made a big deal and basically thank you shamed Garcelle Beauvais for not sending Harry Hamlin a thank you card for a jar of Harry's carbonara sauce that he sent home with Garcelle. Okay, okay that was an actual storyline of hers and but so, it, and it was a big deal it it felt so pathetic Ridiculous. okay Ridiculous. and anyway Sutton was in the clubhouse uh, about three months ago and Andy always stirring the pot and he said something like well have you you know your miss manners what did you think about all of that with uh, Erica mm-hmm. thank you shaming Garcelle and she just said well, I know I invited uh, Lisa and, and Harry to sit at my table at the Elton John Oscars party, and I never got a thank you. Mm-hmm. And Lisa Rinna has always felt that uh, she and Harry just attended that for free. She has not realized that someone pays for the table she's sitting at. Yes, mm-hmm. she didn't. And But Sutton felt bad about it, and she apologizes on social media. I shouldn't have. That was a petty thing. Right. But Andy was fishing for that thing. Well, it has become a storyline on the show. Which is so dumb. Which is so dumb. And on last night's episode, Lisa asked Sutton to meet her for Rosé. And she was really quite awful. She said, I love to torture you. And and Sutton was just like, you know, I really am sorry that I used that example. That was embarrassing to you and Harry. Right, right. You were my guest. I right. wanted you to come. I shouldn't right. have said that. Right. And Lisa said, I'm over it. We're good. We can move on. Then the very next day, Lisa Rinna has all the ladies over to her house for Rinna Rosé, a launch party, mm-hmm. a wine tasting, mm-hmm. and they get wasted. And the end of the episode with Lisa Rinna bringing up the Elton John mm-hmm. incident, the, to- the party, mm-hmm. and screaming at Sutton to get the bleep out of her house. Okay. And Sutton's eyes are just like, I mean, because she's just, and Le- Lisa is just like losing it. 
I it, saw a cut of it. it losing it. It was mm-hmm. so... And so here, Andy... Andy basically was giving her so much shade and mm-hmm. stirring the pot so hard. So if you can play the one where she's talking about her social media behavior, which I do know, you remember she got into it with the Real Housewives of Dubai because yes. um, people were calling Lisa Rinna out that she has double standards for Garcelle because she's black uh-huh. about the marinara sauce right. and everything else. And Lisa Rinna said quit calling me a racist. You know, I'll express myself when and how I want. I'm not afraid of any of you hoes. And then she said, and if you're just so triggered by our show and a lot of you bleeps are, go watch Dubai. Then all the, because that's mostly black. Oh, okay. Then the Dubai ladies came out and said, tread lightly, you're being disrespectful. Keep our name. You know, what do we have to do with Beverly Hills? Right, right. So here's the thing. That's not accountability, though. I'm a mess. I know that's not accountability. Here's the thing about it is that I like her. And so I'm watching this and I'm, she's just saying, I'm such a mess. She doesn't own up to anything. And I just thought, is that the new excuse? Well, because I'm this just is from Lisa Rinna own it. She went after Lisa Vanderpump. Yes. About that dog. She mm-hmm. went after Yolanda Hadid and gossip disease. I gossiped that she had Munchausen. Went yeah. after, um, who's Denise, Denise Richards. Richards and wanting to know. And yet she is, I, she can just blow it She's off. She's blaming like, it on grief about her mom. And she was but, drunk. And she, she was drunk. That. She was doing that. As she just talks over people. And I think, I think when she said, you know, I'm fully aware that I'm a mess right now. Let's hope it gets better. I think that is her secret plea to Andy not to fire her. Oh, I think you might be right. Mm-hmm. Because Andy said, you know, I don't understand. Here you are, you and Sutton have a Mia Copa, you make up, you apologize. And then very next day, they, you're, you turn on her and she goes, I, Andy, I was drunk. So mm-hmm. that's an excuse. I, I feel like she just has been able, though, Lori, to use that excuse and be flippant because she's Lisa <sighs> Renna. Yeah. It really didn't look good on her last I mean, night she, you know no matter she, how cute she is right right no matter right. how much cleavage we saw oh my gosh is that show you might as well just call it don't wear a top in the in the clubhouse i know show. there was a lot of good There's cleavage but always, she screamed at the top of her like yeah. get out of my I house feel bad for and i feel like the bravo tv audience is like no you lisa renna get yeah. out of our house i think we're sick of the picking on sutton i mean let this woman go but every kyle this has been Erica, the MO. Dorit. The, and Lisa. And Diana. And Erica. They find someone to pick on. A couple seasons ago it was uh, Lisa Vanderpump. Yeah, I don't like it. It's been a pattern with Beverly Hills, and that's why they call it Beverly Hills Mean Girls. It's it's not attractive. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been a juicy five o'clock hour. We never t- get to talk about the housewives at five. <laughs> it's almost like Brittany's here. All right. We'll be right back with the dirt alert. Holly, it is the Cat Video Festival today. Yay! It is, and what a perfect evening. It really is. To watch Cat Video Festivals at CHS Field, mm-hmm. followed by a laser show spectacular. Yes, we, we're I'm trying to think if that. we've ever seen a we laser haven't. light show, and we can't, I don't know if I have. 
Well, now is a good time yeah. to have new beginnings. Yeah. No kidding. Well, we're going to follow up a story that we talked about in the Dirt Alert yesterday afternoon with an update on what the heck is happening over at HBO Max and Discovery Plus. Yes. Okay. okay. It's not time. They haven't announced. They haven't had the think, earnings call yet, have they? Yes, they have. Oh, they I have. Think okay. They did. I think right. I saw Tell something. Tell us everything. Yes. So it has been announced that HBO Max and Discovery Plus will be fused together. HBO Max and Discovery Plus. What name? We don't know yet, but it will launch as a single service next summer. So we have until next year to enjoy these two separate streaming services before they combine their powers and become one massive entity. Now, uh, during this quarter two earnings call, um, at the end of the day, it was said putting all the content together was the only way we saw to make this a viable business. Which means they've laid off a lot of people, yeah. and hopefully they have Eliminated a good sense jazz. of keeping the HBO Max mm-hmm. name and dumping the Discovery Plus name. Yeah. Uh, now, they did reassure people that HBO will continue to be a major brand. Uh, on this call, it was said that HBO will always be the beacon and the ultimate brand that stands for television quality. Mm. Yeah. So we don't know what this is going to be called, but they did say that uh, across platforms, HBO Max, HBO Discovery Plus subscribers, there are 92 million people who are wow. currently subscribed. Wow. That's a lot of folks. That is is. a lot of folks. You know, and uh, the CEO of Warner Brothers Discovery, David Zasloff, addressed the controversy surrounding the cancel releases for Batgirl. Right. Okay, what'd he say? And Scoob, Haunted Holiday. Um, He said, we're not going to launch a movie until it's ready. He said, we're not going to launch a movie to make a quarter, and we're not going to put a movie out unless we believe in it. So please, Hollywood, speak that statement. Okay, well, then the New York Post, their sources were right, right, and the the early testing, the audience hated Batgirl. Oof. And that that Batgirl's too uh, meaningful to the DC universe to have... The first time out of the gate be crappy. Be someone that yep. that the audience doesn't like. Yep, 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 yep. Now, the CEO of Warner Brothers Discovery went on to mention quality when discussing the DC Cinematic Universe, of which Batgirl would be a member mm-hmm. of, implying that, like you guys just said, Batgirl was not up to standards that he believes is necessary for the DC uh, brand. He said the objective is to grow the DC brand, to grow the DC characters, but also our job is to protect the DC brand, mm-hmm. and that's what we're going to do now. That, yeah, it's bad. I don't know. I don't think it's like necessarily... Who's playing Batgirl? Right. It's the whole story, the whole ability for something to be spun off, the arc seven of the months, story. Seven, seven months. Seven months, $90 million. Wow. Yeah, and mm-hmm. um, he name-checked other movies like Black Adam, Shazam 2, and The Flash as DC movies that he's very excited about. And uh, The Flash with Ezra Miller, you know, they've been making headlines recently facing allegations of abuse and misconduct. Mm -hmm. Right. But, you know, the inside baseball uh, concern about that is, uh, I, you know, I've heard some scuttlebutt in conversation about it. It's that Ezra Miller's drama is not making enough headlines to impact the average moviegoer, meaning that... We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. 
We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, yeah. okay, so you listen to my talk, it. and you're and you're here, and you kind of mm-hmm. know about it, but for somebody who's not paying attention, and they may be like, oh, The Flash, I'll go and see that. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe they'll just recut the movie or try and figure out how, how to save a $90 million movie. It's interesting about Scooby, but it always, you know, I don't know, it just, I guess, you never know with the New York Post if their insider scoop is right, but that was what they had said, was that... They cannot afford to mess up this line of potential big box office movies with one bad movie. Yeah, the uh, CFO of the company said that Batgirl and Scoob Holiday Haunt are, quote, examples of streaming films that do not fit this new strategic approach. Oh, boy. Yeah. So yeah. they didn't like them. And they're yeah. like, let's cut our losses. Wow. And uh, we'll get to the bottom line Would you line think with we'll that. ever see it? Probably not. Gosh, you know, can't say for yeah. certain. I mean, because they wouldn't sell it because it's not in their interest. That's it's not about the money. It's about right. the potential for money. Right. Exactly. No, they would never sell mm-hmm. Bad Girl. No, this is part of the Warner Brothers cinematic yeah. universe, and they are very invested clearly in growing the DC cinematic mm-hmm. universe because they haven't really done as good of a job as Disney has. I wish they would make some mid-range movies and rom-coms. Yes, and, I do too. And I'm just so have sick some, of the, the big blah blah. Yeah, just have some more fun kind of movies. Oh, same. Remember mm-hmm. going to the movies on a Saturday afternoon mm-hmm. and you could go and you could watch something for 90 minutes. It was an enjoyable time. And then that was it. Well, Holly, I think that's why a lot of these uh, theaters are, because we haven't had that many movie releases. I mean, the Tryon, the uh, Grandview is doing this. I, uh, all these oh, yeah. independent, where they're showing like cool westerns from the 50s, yeah. and they're running the trailers for them. And it might just be, you know, only four showings or something, but giving people an option who don't have Turner Classic Movie or another premium place to watch kind of a movie that should be enjoyed on the big screen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad that you mentioned the Grandview Lori over in St. Paul and the Trilon Theater, which is in Minneapolis. That's a repertory theater here in Minneapolis. And they always have great movies to check out. And the the little the little theater they have is fantastic. I've seen several movies there. And the height, the heights, the The one in Columbia, that's a beautiful one. I mean, but it is kind of fun because. Yeah, there there were there weren't that many movies released this summer. No, there you're right. You know, you're right. I just got a note from um, the Alamo. Oh, Alamo Draft House. Yes, and are they, they just doing some showings of something? Well, they're excited that we should come and see the Bullet Train. Yeah, the Brad Pitt movie. Yeah, I spent a lot of money there. 
Yeah, that's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's I can nice. lure my boys to do mm-hmm. something with me if we go to the Alamo where they, you right, eat and can watch eat the and movie. Drink. Yeah. Right, there. right yeah, there. Let's go watch Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. I know you've never heard of it, but you're going to love you're gonna me. Like Trust it. me. Oh, my goodness. Yes. That's a classic. I know. Totally. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Holly. Holly, thank you. That was the inside Hollywood dirt alert. Okay, we have to do something really quick. What? We have to wish a happy birthday to Vivian Baldwin. It's her 12th birthday. They're on the way to the Cat Video Festival. Oh, fun. Vivian, happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Love Vivian. your name. I know. Happy birthday. Hope you have fun tonight at the Cat Video Festival. All right. Now that it is 5.30 on a Thursday, it's time to look at some, or dive into some Lori's theory. She has a theory. What sort of theories are you going to well, work on today? Well, Julia, I am bringing a theory about cats and catnip. Oh, I like this. Because uh, in honor of Cat Video Festival yes. today, um, this is uh, coming out of uh, Morioka, Japan, from the university there. And this well, hello. is fascinating new research because what is it with cats and catnip anyway? Because anyone who's ever seen a cat aggressively... Rub against, roll on, lick and chew catnip. No, there is something distinctly intoxicating to them about the plant. But what is it? What plant? Catnip. That's an actual plant? That That's a catnip toy has catnip in it. Yes. It's, okay, I didn't know this. It's also, it's Asian counterpart. Yeah, no, catnip. <laughs> well, Josh, am I explaining that right? Yes, the catnip is... It, like in Japan or in Asian countries, they call it silver vine. Yes, I do know that much. Yeah. Okay. So cat people know that catnip, that whatever the catnip toys, it's got something in there mm-hmm. okay. that is getting released that the cat loves because they get super excited. In fact, many of the videos we're going to see tonight, <laughs> cats are under the influence of catnip. Of the nip. Of the catnip. Okay. And putting intoxication aside for the moment, the researchers believe that our pretty little kitties may have evolved to like catnip as a way to protect themselves from pets. Oh. Even in the famous musical that is terrible called Cats, there is a scene where you see a cat intoxicate another cat using catnip. Ugh. I know. I was saying it to the movie, not catnip. I know. <laughs> So the leaves of catnip and silver vine release something that are, they're basically called iridoids. And it protects plants from pests and insects. So the research uh, team decided to see, is this why cats like catnip? And yes, they found that uh, the cats like it because no bugs will bug them. Won't won't come around them if they I get. wish we could eat catnip. I know. I, I wish there was mosquito nip. Yeah, exactly. Oh so, my gosh, I would love this. Or bee nip. The bees are out. Yeah, well, I they, gotta take, it's I, the hornets that really like to buzz people. The oh bees no, I had are, a bee in my bee food last them. night. I was going crazy. Anyway, so All this right. was published in iScience and cats show. Uh, they, it doesn't matter. They, they can lick the chemicals off of something and they'll roll around. But yes, these two different ingredients, it's like, um, because how cats play with catnip is they shred it, they break it, they bite it. 
<laughs> and that's releasing the chemicals I didn't that are that. in the catnip. Yeah. You know all this, Josh, as a kitty cat. I, I do, owner. yes. It, of tug. It's, it's, a, it's the, call it cat weed. Cat weed. Oh, really? So they're, it's doing two things. It's making them pleasantly stoned. Okay. And it's what? keeping the bugs away that might bother them because love, they're pleasantly intoxicated. I love knowing this. It's a strong insect repellent. So uh, I guess if you have catnip and you're in a mosquito-y area, you could try, you know, doing something Do you with your hands. Work, I don't know. I'll I don't know why it would try it. it. You'll have to try it. Report back tomorrow. That's your job. Tonight. Yeah, right. That's fine. I'll That's go to a lake job. or something where there is mosquitoes. Yeah. And it was, uh, they just said when a cat damages catnip, it releases this very strong insect repellent at the same time that it's making them feel giddy. Interesting. So it's a giddy kitty who's not it's getting It's a giddy bit. kitty. So giddy if kitty. You... <laughs> <laughs> a giddy kitty. I want to be a giddy girl not getting bit. Yeah, well, you know, you're, we're going to see a lot of giddy kitties tonight. I know. We are. I absolutely love how cute people dress up yes. and they wear the ears and the makeup yeah. and the outfits. It's so fun. Yeah, yeah. This is a perfect night for it, too. And what time is that at tonight? Six o'clock at CHS Field. Mm-hmm. The door is open for the Cat Video Festival. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. $15. Mm. Five hundred free. That's, That's right. right. There you go. Okay, so here's another theory. Okay. Now, um, this is, let me just tell you, this is not from iScience. I got this out of the Journal of Behavioral and Experimental Economics, which not my favorite. Okay. Sounds sounds like um, you'd get a little lost in that one, Lori. I hope this was a bullet-pointed story. It is. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it is. Okay? Pretty, pretty, pretty sure. Um, so, and I bring this theory to you because the buzz in Seattle for... The, now, you know my mom's not a football fan. She's a hardcore Mariners fan. I know. And she backed away from the... The Seahawks a long time ago, but Russell Wilson has gone to Denver mm-hmm. with the, his same number. Mm. And, you know, Seattle fans... Which is the 12th player, right? Well, they're the, his, 12th the 12th man. Oh, yeah. He's number three. <laughs> three yep. Oh, He was a huge, huge, huge person in the community, though. He was always with... I mean, he's a very active in his community. Okay. He's doing the same thing in Denver. People f- took it very personally. It would have been yes. like with when Kirby Puckett, remember there was that yes. one year when, oh, he might leave, and people were like, oh, my God. You he know? can't go. Or Joe Mowers. Joe Mowers. Like, anything yeah, yeah. like that. So anyway. Um, I'm talking to. <laughs> my, mom, my mom said, well, I am going to watch the first football game. And I said, why? And she goes, the first game is the Seahawks against Denver. Is and it- I want to see yep. if the crowd is going to boo Russell Wilson. Oh, and it's a home game in Seattle. Yes. Oh, all right. I read okay, there's so, something. Okay, go so ahead. The theory is that what this what they did in this study is that um, they Russell play harder than ever. Well, revenge games are real. Yep. Pro athletes will play better against their former team. One hundred percent. And now a new study from this research shows that there is such a thing as revenge game. Because athletes' emotions have a much greater on their per, uh, greater effect on their performance when taking on their ex t- uh, teammates, and they analyze echo echo wait economic metric models on game data from the NBA, NHL, six European football leagues, mm-hmm. and then they got data from NBA.com, Hockey Reference, and Understat, and then they ran the numbers. 
and then looking mm-hmm. at who was an ex player. Sure. And that's true. I believe it. Don't you think revenge if you are going to a reunion at a school you used to go to or you're going to a even I feel like we had revenge stuff as as high school girls if you go to a you know I feel like I well, know it's more for sports. athletes. I know this it's more for sports, athletes, yeah. but I feel like everyone well, will try harder if you go back yeah. to anything. Well, I, I'm mm. not going to give it any more attention than it needs Thank to, you. but I'm excited <laughs> for Panthers versus Browns because I'm a Baker Mayfield fan, and I'm not going to talk about the other side of that coin. Because Please don't, because we, don't, don't, cause to, we so, have no yeah. idea. But it's, but, an, yeah. it's the same situation. It's a revenge situation yes. where somebody is playing yes. against his former teammates. Yes. I hope we get the revenge when Kirk Cousins plays for someone else. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to watch that revenge game. Motivation and emotions are key factors affecting an athlete's performance. And it's not like any other game. When you play your ex team, there's a heightened sense of Mm -hmm. everything. So uh, my mom, uh, she wasn't sure. I said, I'll bet you anything he gets booed. And she said, oh, I don't know about that. I said, they're going to boo him. He's got his old number. He's with a different team. The fans miss him. They take it personally, their love. And it's in Seattle? I don't know if it's in Seattle. If it's in Seattle, Seattle, he'll get swallowed alive, yes. Yes. He will get booed. But my mom is just, she was being you, Julia. She was just being really missed. People want the best for everyone. Yeah, you know, and she's (laughs) like, I go, no, I'm pretty sure he's going to get booed hard. You know, (laughs) but he's going to play great. And that was just my theory. So when I came across this thing... That revenge games are real, that pro athletes will play better against their former team. Oh, that'll be a fun game, though. Yeah. All right. That'll be a fun game. Is is this the revenge song? It could be. Is this the Flaming O's? This is Long Live the King by Flaming O's. They're they're downtown tonight, St. Paul, too, if you're going to the Cap Festival. Yeah, just listen to this song for a second. It's about Elvis. Thanks, Josh. Thank you, Josh. Oh, yeah. Long Live the King. All right, listen, we'll be right back with, uh, who the hell knows? Okay, I just got a note from, (laughs) we said happy birthday to Vivian. Yes. It's her 12th birthday. She wanted us to do it at the Cat Video Festival tonight. Oh, yeah, that's not going to happen. And I want to say it's not going to happen. Sweet Linda is I um so I just want to say to Vivian again happy happy birthday you 12 three year old no we have got shout outs on Twitter that we have to All get right. to so Jeff who's the lead singer of the band that you loved last night free and easy oh he was band so fun at Highland Park Reserve yes. he said hey it's your entertainment last night thanks for the mention <laughs> live on air <laughs> So that was free and easy band. He really is a good. They sing everything you want the covers yeah. to dance and have yeah. fun. Fun. Um, uh, let's see. Someone, Sila, I think she said Bobby is still on General Hospital. Her <laughs> name is Jackie Zeman. Oh, that's the actress. Yes, of yes. course it is. And then someone else when we were talking about that. Oh, help us! You two are a riot. Oh, and help then, us. Uh, yeah, people thought you were on to something about the HBO, you know, that Discovery yes. will get rolled in. Yes, the, I think that makes more sense, Mag- doesn't it? With the yes. Magnolia news, you're reading yes. the tea leaves correctly. Fantastic. All right, I have Magic Mike Triple X news, okay? Oh. So they've wrapped up the filming, and it originally um, was starring Tandy Newton. Thandy Newton? Twandy Newton. Twandy. Twandy Newton. I think so. I think so. She has a different way... T-H. That we've all been pronouncing it wrong, wrong for all these years. But I can't remember. Yeah. So, and then she was no longer in the film, and Sama Hayek came in. 
And so um, That's right. this is what Chanum, Chanum Tatum, Chanum Tatum, Tatum. What's his name? We always call him Chanum. Just call him Chanum and we don't even try Chanum. and explain we mean I just Channing want, Tatum. I just want people Chanum to know. Chanum is shorthand for Channing Chanum. Tatum. It's too hard to call his it name. It is. I love Chanum. Chanum is the best shortcut. Okay, so Salma Hayek says that Chanum has even got better at his dance moves. And if you thought he could dance before... Mm. You're going to realize you haven't seen anything. His wow. dance skills just got better. And she says that the new movie has been so much fun. Look, I'm not going to complain. On the average day, I had to work with 12 strippers. Not mm, one. Right. Not two. 12. It was still hard work, though. And so in um, this whole story is going to be, according to Chanum, mm-hmm. a very, very strong tr- love story. It's really strong. It's the woman's role, Sama Hayek, is stronger than Magic Mike's. Yeah. And this is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And that it's um, about a woman stuck at a horrible strip show like Chippendales and then realizing, what the hell am I doing here? And then Magic Mike comes down from the ceiling and she gets to go down the rabbit hole and ask, what do I really want? Is this going to be a love interest, like between I, Selma and Shannon? I think so, and I'm kind and of she's excited. she's the older woman? She's the older busty stripper on the wrong side of the clock? Track? On the wrong side of the pole? The wrong side of the clock, <laughs> oh, the age. Oh, got it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. For, for dancing. It. I hope so, but I think... I think it sounds kind of fun and sassy. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, the, he's a guy, he's a great character. If you remember, Amber Heard was in the first one. Oh, thank you. Oh, I thought we yeah. were done. No, and no. I'm like, are this we is done? The, this is the first oh, yeah. song. This is that Magic he, Mike. Magic Mike. <laughs> yeah. We lost our minds. Mm-hmm. I was. We were screaming like we were. I was with Amarlene. I'm just a poor losing. Boy. And Amber Heard was in that movie, if you remember correctly, Julia. Who is Amber Heard? Oh, she was. Amber Heard, yeah. She was in that first Magic Mike. And we've got to give a shout out to um, Chanum's amazing movie that he made, a comedy road movie called Dog. Oh, I need oh, to see I that watched still. It. I need to see it. It is so good. I watched that. Isn't at the that yes, a great movie? It is, it is such a feel good. It's fantastic. It's just fantastic, and just it's a based on basically you know a, a true story that he kind of found out about this when he did a documentary about the um, service dogs that they have mm, for people yeah. who have post traumatic yes. stress and. Service oh. military members, and then they found out about this true story, and then 
he and his producing partner, and they just said, let's just call it Dog. And you guys both saw it? I saw it in the theater when it came out because I just wanted to go in the theater because mm-hmm. it came out this year. You and- did. You saw it with your mom in Seattle. Yeah. Because you didn't want to watch Julia, Bridgerton. you said you saw it? I saw it. I saw it on video. Yeah. Tear, tearjerker? Is it, is no, it a it's movie? such a good, uplifting, yeah. wonderful movie. It's just, just wonderful. I don't know a lot of bad Channing Tatum movies, honestly. Like I'm I've gonna, seen a bunch of them, but like I don't think I've really come across any terrible ones. Yeah, and I'm now. I, I think it's. In, I find this interesting that you want Beyonce's body instead of Channing. <laughs> <That's laughs> I mean, I was mesmerized in theaters when I saw that Magic Mike uh, trailer yeah. for the first time. I was yeah, like, whoa, wow. abs. I know it is this. And, how, and Matthew is this McConaughey. How, oh my God! With his, his deep, Dallas, his Dallas, and his deep cut leather pants yeah. with his V. Oh dear. Yeah, that. That was, uh, that was you know hot. that I, a, a, a vest on a well muscled man, man with no shirt never gets old. Yeah, I can't see Laura anymore. The windows are fogging up. Yeah, I know it. Holy cow! Because <laughs> Sturgis is going on right now. Yes. My dad said it's gonna be like a hundred every day, wow. and I'm like, Dad, are you gonna do that old? Just wear your vest over your torso. Because I have the arms for it. And I'm like, you do have the arms for it. I love that. That's yeah. hysterical. But no, he'll wear a t-shirt because you don't want your leather you don't want to your body. chafe. No, no chafing. No chafing. Do you think we're going to see a cat aerobics video tonight? Yes. After all this talk, I really think we are. Yes, under the influence of catnip, both uh, thereby both <laughs> getting high and keeping the bugs away. Yep, they're going to be chasing after the bugs while doing a right. You know, there aren't that many bugs because we're in a little drought, by oh, the way. Oh my gosh! So, Can you um, believe it? No, I know. So there's, it's kind of good for that, but you know, yeah, water. Well, the field might be a little wet. Yeah, water in the morning. Water your plants in the morning. Right. Just to remind everybody. Thank you. A little watering tip. (laughs) And if you're watering your lawn, according to Larry Farr, you need to get at least an inch of water. It's just just let it go. You don't have enough water. I mean, we we got a good storm the other night, and that was like five seconds. We didn't even hear it, Julian. I didn't hear it. Right. I got a text like that was crazy, and I got home, and my furniture was all over everywhere, and I'm like, oh, apparently apparently it stormed, and I slept right (laughs) through it. I didn't hear a thing either. It's like, no, what is up with that? Oh yeah, sex sleep. (laughs) Ditto. (laughs) Ditto. That's a good sleep. It's a good sound it's sleep. Good but sleep. anyway, yeah, everybody else is talking about the storm. And you're like, well, what storm? And power yeah. went out. I woke up and- to it, but I, I'm, well, I, I was like, why is this like lightning like crazy and thundering it like was. crazy? It never is like this. Well, it's that old heat lightning, as they yeah. call it. I love heat lightning. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're going to see everyone tonight at the Cat Video yeah. Festival. Thank you, Josh. We'll all be back tomorrow. Meow is right.